This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.ororapackaging.com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. Today's guest is Mr. Chad Kravick, the VP of Badger Paperboard. How are you, sir? Good. How are you doing, Corey? Really good. I appreciate your, your time. I know that our companies work together, so that's always fun and exciting. But let's let's talk about you first. What tell us about your background? Well, I actually started in the restaurant business, and <laughs> I sold my restaurant in the late '90s. And I took a year off to go hunting and not really do anything. And yeah. then my at that time, my fiance thought it'd be a good job, but I got a job. So I was standing <laughs> standing in a lake in Wisconsin, having a beer with my cousin, and I was telling him my dilemma. So I had yeah. to get a job going and I, he goes, you should do what I do. I'm like, what do you do? He's like, I do packaging. I said, what's that? Yeah. So I had, I had no idea. I mean, you don't realize it day to day, but right. I had no idea what it meant to be in packaging. And then, you know, 27 years later, you can't get out of it. <laughs> right. So I was a packaging rep for Unisource in the Midwest for 16 years. So I did day-to-day packaging, calling on accounts, you know, helping them with their spend and, their supplies. That's awesome story. And very common is the, the fact that people used to say, well, what does that mean? And now the, the answer is always, or oftentimes, oh, great. Can I talk to you about this idea? Yeah. This, I've seen this new, have you seen <clears throat> this new sustainable material that, uh, what do you think of reusable bag? You know, things like that. The, the yeah. conversation has shifted from what does that mean to, to, whoa, this is really cool. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. My wife loves to go to Costco and when we go there. I drive her crazy. Yep. We're trying to get our list done and I'm trying to get leads. <laughs> right. And, and learn about the, I love learning about what companies have done. That's innovative. You know? Yeah, absolutely. It's really cool to see what's happening right now. It Pretty is. exciting. Well, let's talk about Badger Paper. What what's what's the company all about that you work for? Well, when I was at Unisource, that's the time they started merging with Expedex, and mm. the writing was on the wall for me, probably maybe to start looking around a little bit. The owner of Badger, Mark Smiley, he's still a single owner of the company, approached me about building a, a national distribution network for them. So we had one plant in Wisconsin. Now we have four plants nationally. We tripled our employee size. It's been a really great experience. So now I handle all sales and everything for North America, all distribution. Excellent. It's been a really fun ride. We primarily started out as a pallet sheet company doing 40 by 48 pallet sheets, selling truckloads, those out of Wisconsin. And then I started selling truckloads to California. And I told Mark, we should build a plant in California. And he's like, we'll build the business and we'll put the plant in. I'm like, well, let's put the plant in and then we'll build the business around it. Cause I wasn't writing the checks. You know, of course. <laughs> right. And his son, Jake, his son, Jake, was graduating from the University of Wisconsin with a finance degree and he had a job lined up. I went down to see if he would move to California and run the plant at 23 years old. So him and his girlfriend, now wife with a one and a half year old daughter, oh. drove to California to open the plant. And now Jake's our president. Amazing. Yeah, and it's really cool. 
just the the guts it takes to take a, a leap of faith like that. Well, well done. Yeah, he's a great, great, great guy. He's not, I call him a kid, but he's not a kid anymore. Uh, and then we expanded down into the Dallas-Houston markets, and that's gone gangbusters the last four years for us. And then we do have that plant in North Carolina that's been there for a while. So we often call those either slip sheets or tie sheets. Can you tell the audience what exactly it is and what the purpose it serves? Sure. And what, maybe what other products that you make or yeah, supply? absolutely. Well, the the ninety five percent of all the a pallet sheet that goes on top of a pallet, what that is used for is to stop any kind of puncture for the bottom layer of product. You know, screws, nails, splinters, whatever else. So that's we call it a pallet sheet. Also called a slip sheet. Yep. And then we call our the sheets between layers of product the tear sheet or a tie sheet that helps tie the load together. The big market that we went after when I started was that pallet sheet because a lot of plants used, high volume plants use corrugated sheets to use that for their pallet sheet. If you're just doing it for puncture, if it's just strictly puncture, if you try to, I have a kit that I made, it's a small piece of corrugated, a small piece of chipboard and a golf tee bag with golf tees in it all glued together. I give it to a buyer and I say, try to stick the golf tee through each of those products. So it goes right through the corrugated pretty slick and it has a hard time getting through the chipboard. And then their light bulb turns out above their head. There's no way that small piece of chipboard can outperform that big, thick piece of corrugated, but it really does. So it's on a sustainability aspect of it, a truckload of corrugated sheets is 6,000 sheets on say 22 pallets, right? I can get that same amount of sheets on two pallets. And (laughs) our sheets are generally, you know, 25 to 35% less per sheet. Um, so we're saving money for the customer per sheet. Freight is drastically reduced and warehouse space is freed up. Um, wow. So it's very, very, very uncommon for somebody to say no to that proposition. And do you call it chipboard? Is that yeah, the... chipboard? Yes. Yeah. Paperboard, chipboard. Again, it's very, uh, in a lot of companies like Aurora and, and different companies like that, they have a hard time categorizing us. Right. To be quite honest, we, we kind of, are off on our own. Is it 40 point material or 60? No, generally when I go in, I use 18 point. It's the oh, leader really? that we lead with. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, And it, it performs very well. 18 is the most commonly run caliber of chipboard. So pricing is very good. And we're the largest customer at all the mills. So our pricing is very, very good. Yeah. We should buy we can uh, do anything, ma- anything, material anything from, from you for, for print. <laughs> yeah. Anything from like 10 point. Up to 40 point, you can get on a roll. Anything yep. above 40, you can't roll it. So then we get into laminated sheets. We also do laminating up to a quarter inch thick. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that, it's, it's a wild product. That's fascinating. I, I just love the space savings aspect of it. The material reduction <clears throat> aspect of it is, is impressive. Very sustainable yep. choice. Totally re- recyclable, I assume. Yeah, we everything and, in our plants 100% recycled except the virgin fiber stuff that we do. We're a, a food certified plant. So some food contact stuff has to be virgin, yeah. but you know, the majority of stuff that we do is recycled and all of our scrap and all of our uptake goes back to the mill. So we're just buying back our product again from the yeah. mill. Yeah, it's fantastic really. It's a great story. It's uh, it's circular and that's that's the goal for packaging in my opinion. Right. Yeah. And then we do a lot of corner boards and then uh, the investments we've made in our corner machines are incredible. The one we put in California four years ago, it was the fastest fully automated corner board machine ever made. 
And just the economy of scale and what we're having issues with in all of our plants now, like everybody else is, it's hard to get quality labor in. So our, our older lines, like in Wisconsin, they're very common across the country. You have two or three people running the line, sometimes four. The new lines that we have now, they're fully automated. We have one person running them. So you can take those other two or three people and move them to a different spot in the plant because they're great, great assets that we have already. Right. So we're able to move people around. So we had the, the new machine in California, the new one in Houston. Wisconsin's got a new line, and we have a couple more on order right now. So it's been very exciting. Even more on order. Do you plan to expand to new areas? or? Yeah, we have some some things coming up, replacing some older lines, things like right. that. We do a lot of down gauging. You know, back when I was doing packaging sales, you, it was the 80 gauge stretch film you took down to a 63 or, right. you know, you played, played the games <laughs> that way. Yep. But the quality of these new machines and, and the quality control that we have in production, we can take somebody from a 140 down to a 120 with a new quality. Incredible. Uh, so it's different, different ways to help people save money. And it's so important to continue to, to innovate. I, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about print. I've I've seen quite a bit of people using printed V-board or corner boards to, to advertise or to provide cautionary information or to provide other details. Are you seeing that trend continue? Yeah, quite a bit. Marketing a lot, a lot of branding, a lot of logos, company names. People like the Made in the USA with the American flag on it, on there when they ship out their pallets, it's, it's sharp looking. We do a lot of caution scraping mm-hmm. on a lot of our heavy duty board, our 450s that are like a half an inch thick. We do a lot of very, you know, nine, 10 different colors to designate different shipping areas sometimes for customers. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's really nice stuff. The printing is a, is a big deal. I think it's a little underutilized in the corner boards. It's commodity driven. Yeah. But some customers like to have their logo and it doesn't add that much cost. Yeah, it looks really sharp, I think. I agree 100%. And I like it when people use it for an instruction or for, like you said, identification and advertising marketing is a brilliant idea. Do you ever yeah, have somebody? Bad. Do you ever oh, have bad. somebody that puts a, a QR code on it? So, they, it can be scanned or anything like that? I have not yet, but it's definitely a possibility we can do that. Yeah, without it, with no problem at all. Great idea. Yeah, our Badger our badger crating line that we have that we replace wooden crates and like ready crate with, that's more potential to be a retail mm-hmm. type of a situation that we do some higher end graphics on those. Oh. So it's pretty, pretty sharp. But those also ship flat. And it's a great space savings, cost savings, same thing. And wood's expensive. Takes up a lot of space. Right. And heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Very heavy. And and not as consistent. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. I understand. Yeah. What can you tell us a little bit more about the Badger Crate? That's a fascinating product. So, if you know, like a a ready crate is two U channels, correct? And it's three panels and then three panels, and they, they mess, they put them together to make a crate. Then you block the ends and they ship as a set. So if you right. see the back of a semi-truck full of ready crate, it's all air when you're looking from the back of the truck. Our Badger crate is a five-panel folder that ships flat, but it folds up and does the exact same thing the ready crate does. Wow. So we're taking one, one panel of product off, and right. it ships flat. The same thing with the, the warehouse space savings. If you go to a warehouse that uses ready crate or wooden crates, the whole warehouse is full of crates. I can get that same amount on two or three pallets on the floor. A lot of extruded metals, gas and oil applications, window blinds, things like that. Long pieces of product that need a good beam strength and need to be shipped that way. 
excellent cushioning factor and, and stability factor, it sounds like. Yeah, correct. And we put legs in the bottom so they can move with forklifts and things like that if they want to. Are those paper, are those like hexaco material or what are, what are those made out of? No, it's it's laminated sheets of board. Oh, so wow. it can go anywhere from like a 60 point up to a quarter inch thick. And then it's hinged <laughs> with a proprietary hinge and it folds up and locks in 90s. It's, it's really a nice product. Yeah. It's more of an engineered solution than our commodity lines. Definitely. And it seems to me that the future of packaging is more and more custom because people are realizing the stock off the shelf options are not right size and are not always as streamlined as they could be. Yeah, we were, I was in a plant today doing an audit and they were auto placing push pull sheets, you know, for products or they're making products for like Aldi or Kroger, Meyer Foods, whatever. And they only used one tab of the push pull sheet. I was watching them push it around the plant. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't use that side tab at all. I'm like, no, we never use that. Our customer doesn't use it either. I'm like, why do you need it? Let's take that tab off and save that that board square inches and get you a better product. And like the guy's like, you can do that? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just a different die. <laughs> right. You know, and you can save some money and they can improve their process. So he thought that was a great idea. Excellent. And and now they can report that savings for their carbon footprint reduction. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> think if you can make the buyer look good, you know, there'll be loyal to you forever. And oh, yeah. I think that's from my packaging rep background more than what I was what I do today. But I, I still work and think as a vendor rep, or a packaging rep, not a vendor, but a manufacturing rep. Sure. Yeah. It's it's so important to solve problems, even and sometimes especially the problems they don't realize they have. Right. You know, I like walking through plants too because I, I see things that I used to do very mm-hmm. well, and I point things out that I have nothing to do with. Right. I'm like, oh, you could you could do that over there, you know. And they appreciate the the reps that I work with really appreciate the extra yeah. eyes sometimes because they've walked through that plant a thousand times, mm-hmm. and they kind of get just you know tunnel vision walking through looking at their products, and then they go. So that's yeah. pretty fun. It's easy to miss opportunities like that. Very true. Yeah, yeah. We're the I mean we're the offensive lineman of packaging. So the only time that you ever hear our name get called is when things go wrong. So when people buy our, our pallet sheets and things like that, I just want them to work and not have them think about it, right. you know, but it's crazy if a pallet sheet that's getting auto placed with robots, you know, if you pick up three or four sheets and you shut that line down, it's very expensive for that company to, to lock that whole line down and go in and clean it up and then start again. So we very really got to do a good, good job of doing that. We have a proprietary sheet called our Badger AP sheet for auto palletizer placement. Um, it's it runs flawlessly. It's really nice. Do you have any anything that you wanted to talk about that we didn't get to today? Oh, not yet. No, I think we covered everything. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I, I just love this industry and I love the people that are in it. It's crazy how tight knit, even at a national level, right. things are. People know everybody. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And people stay, like you said, in the industry, 27 years for you, 25 for me. It's I, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> and yeah. I don't really I don't really want to do anything else. I really enjoy working with Landsberg Aurora and working with all these amazing customers. And it's just a fantastic opportunity to be a part of the solution for the future. It's very exciting. Great. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you, Landsberg, for sponsoring this podcast. Thank if you're listening, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode and stay tuned for more. Thank you. Thank you. This episode is sponsored by Specrite, the first purpose-built 
platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging, innovation, and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.